You're listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, Jamie Lee. This is Humans of Jeju. Welcome into the studio, Jay. Who are you? <laughs> it's good to That's have what you in I'm the studio. Myself, yes. <laughs> yes, it's good to have you. I yes. hope you had a good week. How uh, was your past week? Yeah, it was great. Um, had fun. <laughs> oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, had a friend come over from the mainland. Oh, and okay. Enjoyed some um, going out, and it was really nice. That's yes. good. Oh, I'm gonna be saying, "Where's your red cap?" You know what? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's why I'm feeling awkward right now. I don't know. I, you I just, to yeah, bring I in. was rushing this morning, and I had to go somewhere, and just just totally forgot. Oh, okay. And then I was like halfway to Jeju City. I'm like, I'm not going back to Sogipo City for that hat. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going right away. So. Well, it's good to have you yes. here, and I cannot wait to find out what kind of human you're going to be introducing to us today. Yes. So let's listen to today's human of Jeju first. 저는 어, 올바른 농부 영농조합법인 대표를 맡고 있고 어, 저희가 올바른 농부장을 이끌어가고 있는 문희선이라고 합니다. Can you introduce her? Yes, so today's human of Jeju is the representative of Olbaran Nongbu Agricultural Association Corporation, and her name is Munisan, okay. who's leading farmers in a rightful way, she said. Wow, these days we've been being introduced to a lot of farmers on Jeju Island. It's interesting, and they're all so young. Mm. And so it sounds like we're introducing another human of Jeju who does an, another amazing job. Then, first, could you tell us like how the representative Munisan? Uh, established the Olbaren Nongbu Agricultural Association Corporation? Yes, so actually she didn't start out right away as a cooperative. Okay. Uh, in the beginning, she was just running a gathering of farmers and called it Nongbu Jangta, which is farmer's oh. market. Mm-hmm. So she mentioned there were many eco-friendly farmers who mm-hmm. wanted to engage in direct dealing. Mm-hmm. So from then on, farms came together and formed the local, f- uh, local food research society. And Representative Munhee Sun, she was also raising an eco-friendly tangerine farm at the time. Mm -hmm. So the farmers who gathered started working to open a direct trade market and hoping to receive government support. They found out that they need to become an organized group in order to receive assistance from the government. So since they were not wealthy farmers, they each contributed some money and established a small corporation. Uh, that was in 2021, and they became known as Olbaren Nongbu, mm-hmm. uh, which could mean Righteous Farmers, mm-hmm. Agricultural Association Corporation. And we can simply call them Olbaren Nongbu. Also, Olbaren Nongbu Jang, the Righteous Farmers Market, has been held for about five years. And the farmers who ran the market gathered to establish the corporation in order for them to expand from their market to create their own distribution routes. I see. And I've heard about the Olbaren Nongbujang Farmer's Market as well. And it's a famous uh, market in Jeju where mar- uh, farmers bring their crops and they that they raise their, on their own and they can sell them. So you can buy trustworthy local foods at the market. And I know that some of our uh, other humans of Jeju that we introduced also participate in this market as well. Yes, you're right. And this is a market where you can buy fresh, healthy food, and is popular among Jeju people. Mm-hmm. So Representative Munison also introduced about the Olbaren Nongbujang market. So let's listen. Okay. Olbaren Nongbujang is now about 50 teams together. 
농산물 생산하시는 농부님들이 1차 생산자들이 대부분이시고 그리고 이제 2차 농산물을 가공하시는 분들 어, 예를 들어 뭐 시럽을 만든다거나 잼을 만드는 제조 농산물을 활용해서 가공하시는 팀들이 한 15팀 정도 있으시고 그리고 어, 요리하시는 분들, 요리 연구가님들이 한 두세 분 계시고 이렇게 좀 로컬푸드를 활성화시키기 위한 모든 사람들이 함께 모여있는 장터다 라고 생각하시면 되고요 농부님들이 생산한 거를 직접 생산자한테 직접 거래를 판매를 할수 있는 그런 장터를 만들기 위해서 지금 열심히 움직이고 있습니다 매월 2회 열리고 있고요 둘째 주는 어, 피커스라는 큰 카페에서 올피커스 마켓이라는 이름으로 장터를 열고 넷째 주는 지금 도련의 새로 공간을 조성하는 달진밭에서 어, 장터를 열고 있습니다 Very interesting. Mm. I would love to go to one of their markets. Can you explain, please? So, Orbaran Nongbujang, the Righteous Farmers Market, is currently a marketplace where about 50 teams collaborate. Um, most of the participants are primarily producers who mm-hmm. grow agricultural products. Then there are around 15 teams that sell processed products such as like syrup or jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, there are about three teams of culinary researchers as well. You can think of the righteous farmers market as a marketplace where people gather to uh, t- gather to activate local food, mm-hmm. and they're all working hard to create a marketplace where farmers can directly sell sell their produce to consumers. And this marketplace is held twice a month. So in the second week, they open the market under the name All Pickers Market mm-hmm. at a large cafe called Pickers, and in the fourth week. Uh, they hold the market at a newly created space in Doryeon, and it's called Dalchimbat. Awesome! So they are opening a market where producers and consumers can meet to have direct deals. This marketplace also sounds like they campaign for a healthier consumer culture as well. Yes, and that's actually what they dream for as well. Uh, she mentioned about the types of people that participate in their market. So let's listen first. 가장 핵심은 농부님들이에요. 근데 농부님들 중에서도 대부분 친환경 농부님들이 많아요. 단일 품종 대량 생산하시는 분들은 이렇게 직거래 장터에 나오시는 게 쉽지 않아요. 그런데 이제 저희가 속해 있는 농부님들은 정말 여러 가지를 생산하시는 거예요. 거기다 친환경을 하시니까 어떻게 크게 납품할 수 있는 곳도 별로 없고 급식 아니면 판매할 데가 별로 없어요. 그런 농부님들이 이제 모여서 직거래를 열면서 소비자들한테 자기 얼굴을 직접 보여주고 내가 이거를 어떻게 생산했고 이거를 어떤 어떻게 먹어야 하는지에 대한 설명도 직접 해줄 수 있기 때문에 농부님들이 주로를 이루는 게 이제 기본 베이스고요. 그리고 이 농산물을 활용한 제주의 건강한 이런 이제 식품들이 있잖아요. 근데 그런 식품들이 사실 제주도 안에서도 홍보가 잘안 되어서. 어좀 어려움을 겪는 업체들도 사실 많아요. 그래서 이런 분들한테도 올바른 농부장이 소비자에게 직접 예, 전달할 수 있는 좋은 방법이 될것 같다라고 해서 그분들도 많이 와 계시고요. 그 다음에 로컬 푸드를 생산한 것들을 어떻게 먹으면 좋을까를 고민하는 요리 연구관님들이 또 계셔 주셔서 이렇게 좀 합이 잘 맞는다, 서로 도움을 주고 받는 일이 굉장히 많고 또 그걸로 또 시너지를 얻기도 하고. 그래서 더 제, 
Can you please explain what she says? So, as we explained earlier, the most crucial members of Orban and Nongbujang are the farmers. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the farmers practice eco-friendly farming. The reason for this is that most large-scale farmers supply their produce to wholesale markets or big buyers in bulk. And their products may not be available throughout the year. Mm-hmm. However... Uh, eco-friendly farmers often grow various crops in small quantities. Right. And this allows them to have a steady harvest year-round. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they face challenges finding like suitable places to sell their produce. So therefore, many eco-friendly farmers resort to direct sales, often through online platforms or phone orders. So the Orbar and Nongbujang provides a significant advantage for these farmers because it'll allows them to interact directly with consumers. Mm -hmm. So they can meet face-to-face, explain how they produce the agricultural products, and give instructions on how to consume them properly as well. Uh, Also, according to her, Jeju Island has plenty of healthy food options, but many local businesses struggle to do... uh, struggle due to inadequate promotion within the island right so as a result those facing such difficulties tend to participate in the Orbara Nongbujang ah I see mm. moreover the cooperative has attracted culinary researchers who ponder on how to best enjoy local food mm-hmm. and the meeting of farmers and culinary experts has created a great synergy for the market as well mm-hmm. so they don't only sell food, but also educate consumers on how to cook with the ingredients that they have produced. Oh. So so she mentioned this adds value to their products and make the cooperative's members work together harmoniously. Well, it sounds exciting and really it's a great thing that they're doing. So various farmers and even food experts participating in the marketplace and cooperating makes it even more special. If you are in Jeju... 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. We were talking about today's Human of Jeju representative Moon Yi-san, who is the head of Olbaru Nongbu, an agricultural association cooperation that introduces people to local foods and healthy consuming cultures. So what else can you tell about uh, Moon Yi-san or the Olbaru Nongbu? Yes, so when we talked about the Olbaru Nongbu, she constantly mentioned about local food. Mm-hmm. And we hear about local food a lot, but I, I felt... You know, we're unaware of exact concept of what local food is. Yeah. So we asked her, mm-hmm. and so should we listen first? Yes, please. 개념으로 따지면 법적인 개념으로 따지면 내가 살고 있는 지역에 50km 이내에서 생산되고 있는 어, 생산물을 로컬 푸드라고 불러요. 근데 제주도는 아시겠지만 섬이잖아요. 네. 그리고 각 지역마다 토양이 다 달라요. 그래서 생산되는 것들이 지역마다 조금씩 다르거든요. 근데 내가 여기 살고 동쪽에 살고 있다고 해서 동쪽에서 생산되는 것만 로컬 푸드다라고 얘기하기에는 제주도가 너무 섬이라는 그런 특징을 갖고 있어서 전체를 저는 제주도 전체를 로컬 푸드의 영역이다라고 생각을 하고 있고요. 말 그대로 지역에서 생산된 농산물이다. 그거를 먹 음으로 인해서 소비자가 소비를 해줌으로 인해서 제주 그 지역에 살고 있는 농부들이 
농사를 계속 지을 수 있는 원동력이 생기고 제주 지역에서 생산한 농산물이 육지로 가지 않아도 또 육지에서 내려오는 것들이 제주도에 오지 않아도 우리가 충분히 먹을 것을 먹고 살수 있다. 그런, 그런 이제 목표를 가지고 있는 그런 운동이라고 생각하시면 되겠죠. So what she's saying is really meaningful, but could hmm. you please explain? So in legal terms, they say local food refers to products produced within a 50-kilometer radius mm-hmm. of the area where you live. However, Jeju Island is a unique case uh, as it is an island, and each region has different soil characteristics. As a result, agricultural products produced in different areas of Jeju Island, uh, they vary slightly. So due to such characteristics of the island, Orban and Nongbujang defines all agricultural products produced across Jeju Island as local food. Mm-hmm. Uh, the local food movement pursued by the Orban and Nongbujang aims to create a driving force for farmers living in Jeju by encouraging consumers to consume locally produced food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, the goal is to achieve a situation where agricultural products are entirely consumed within Jeju Island, mm-hmm. meaning without the need to transport uh, transport them to the mainland and without relying on the mainland imports. Right. But of course, some ingredients not available in Jeju would still need to be imported. But efforts are being made to minimize this. And she referred to these endeavors indov- uh, as the local food movement. Right. Okay. And I think if consumption and production could happen simultaneously in the same area, it could lead to the formation of a truly healthy local community. Moreover, if more members are engaged in eco-friendly farming, it would have even more positive environmental impacts as well. Yes. And well, actually... Local food refers to agricultural products produced in the region, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're all Mm -hmm. eco-friendly. As mentioned earlier, those who produce on a large scale mostly sell everything to merchants and focus on cultivating just one type of crop. But the direct trading market requires a variety of producers. Uh, uh, producers. Mm-hmm. So to cultivate diverse crops, uh, they can't produce in large quantities. Uh, so farmers end up producing smaller amounts. Mm-hmm. Therefore, farmers who wish to constantly um, participate in the market start experimenting with different kinds of crops. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, consumers ask questions like, how was this produced? Is it eco-friendly or organic? So farmers naturally uh, gravitate towards eco-friendly practices to keep participating in the market. Okay. And so some farmers who initially follow traditional practices are gradually uh, transitioning to eco-friendly methods as well. I see. And it sounds like the local food movement is organically changing Jeju's agricultural paradigm for the future and the better of the future. So you mentioned uh, farmers producing a ver- variety of crops. Was it? Um, what is the most diverse number of crop that a farmer grows? So she mentioned there's a farmer who produces around 70 different types of crops. What? And that's in one ear. Oh, in one year. Okay, yes. wow, but that's still a lot. Yes. That's remarkable. So she even mentioned that their uh, their farm isn't even that large uh-huh. and is about like 500 pyeong, mm-hmm. which is 1,653 square meters. Mm-hmm. Yet they continuously cultivate various crops throughout the year 
And even now, if you visit their farm, you'll find about 30 different crops growing. Wow. And Jeju's chefs especially love to visit their farm and get a wide range of vegetables that they Ooh, deserve. Oh, I see. And in order to raise so many diverse types of crops, a lot of studying must go, uh, like research must mm. be done as well. Yes. And let's listen first to what she said. 처음부터 잘 됐다고 하면은 그건 좀 이상하고요. 한 2년 정도는 테스트를 굉장히 많이 하셨어요. 주로 하는 농사를 해놓고 그 옆에 그 신기한 것들 그리고 이제 누가 키워달라고 하는 것들 이런 것들을 테스트 삼아서 한두 개만 심는 거예요. 그리고 심어놓고 얘가 이 땅에서 이 토양에 자랐을 때 어떻게 잘 자라는 어떻게 자라는지 그리고 얘가 맛이 어떤지 그리고 내가 이거를 키울 수 있는지. 이런 거를 테스트하는 기간이 1, 2년 정도 걸렸어요. 그래서 그 테스트를 거쳐서 실증이 된 것들을 조금씩 조금씩 늘려가시는 거예요. 그리고 지금도 끊임없이 새로운 걸 계속 테스트하고 계세요. 그러니까 점점 품목은 늘어나겠죠. 그런데 거기에 도태되는 것도 분명히 있거든요. 안 되는 것들이 있어요. 그런 건 과감하게 <웃음> 다른 지역에서 심어보게 한다거나 다른 농부님들한테 한번 권유를 한다거나 이렇게 해서 우리가 먹을 거를 좀더 다양하게 만들어보자 이렇게 하고 계시죠. Wow, they have put a lot of effort in uh, research. Yes, according to her, raising a diverse crop on a farm wasn't successful from the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, she said they conducted extensive testing for about two years. Mm -hmm. Typically, the farmer planted their regular crops and then on the side planted one or two varieties that others requested from them. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was like a testing. So this was to see how well they would grow in their soil. And through this process, they gradually increased the number of crops that they grow and started cultivating the ones that grew well. So even now, they continue to test. And if a crop doesn't thrive, they, you know, boldly abandon it and advise other farmers from different regions to try growing it. And meanwhile, they keep expanding the variety of crops that they cultivate little by little. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a constant journey of challenges and experiments. And then I'm curious to know uh, how, about how Representative Munisan became a farmer in the first place. So according to her, her parents were tangerine farmers for a long time. Oh, okay. And at one point, she said her father cultivated tangerine farm uh, up to 20,000 pyeong of land. <gasps> wow, okay. That's like mm -hmm. 16 acres. Mm -hmm. uh, while living alongside her parents, she occasionally helped with the farming. Mm -hmm. And when her father passed away about 10 years ago, she took over She took over 3,000 pyeong of the farm uh -huh. and started farming. Oh, I see. So at first, she said she followed the traditional farming practice that her father used, but she wasn't able to... Uh, she wasn't able to get very far with it uh, as well as uh, her father did. Mm -hmm. And so for about a year, she says she barely made any profit. Uh, that was when she decided on trying direct selling. And through meeting consumers directly, she gradually transitioned uh, to eco-friendly farm, uh, eco farming. Mm -hmm. And now she's been practicing eco-friendly tangerine farming for seven years. Wow. And her husband does eco-friendly blueberry farming on another farm as well. Wow, I'd love to purchase these um, produce. Tangerines. Yeah, the produce that they grow. So the couple is farmi a farming couple. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then how was she able to become the representative of the Olbaren Nongbu? 
She mentioned she doesn't consider herself as someone who is excellent at farming. Mm -hmm. uh, instead, she finds it more enjoyable to meet other farmers and think about ways to assist them or come up with new plans. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why she believes being the representative of the corporation suits her well. Mm. She feels pr uh, she feels proud and fulfilled to connect people and act as a bridge between them, mm -hmm. especially when people come to the market. Uh, eat healthy, delicious, and new food. She feels grateful and feels happy when meeting people who visit the market regularly. I see. Uh, also, she said that her happiest moments are when participating farmers experience the market and feel that they have done well in their farming. And that's why she considers the market like a festival. A well. festival. How nice to think of it. It sounds like a wonderful community. And I'm um, guessing, like, how can one become a member of the Olbaren Nongbu? Mm. So they are currently actively promoting and recruiting new members. Mm -hmm. There is a, a sp sp uh, certain <laughs> criteria <laughs> yes. to okay. become a member because they are striving for a community uh -huh. uh, that shares uh, their values and goals. For farmers, they listen to what kind of thoughts and beliefs that they have mm -hmm. regarding farming. Uh, and with that, in order, they select the members. And after participating in the market a few times, they may offer them membership as well. I see. So it's the same for those who uh, process products mm -hmm. or chefs as well. They also actively recruit those individuals because all the beneficial for the farmers as well. And often many non-commercialized products are produced on the farms mm -hmm. and there are limits to how they can be processed. So connecting them with the processing companies are beneficial uh, to them as well. Uh, also, they have a separate membership for those interested in local food and who want to support farmers. Awesome. So that's how all the like-minded members are gathered. That is amazing. You want to message me? Go A R I R A N G. ArirangRadio.com. We were talking about Olbaren Nongbu Agricultural Association Cooperation and their representative Moon Hee San. Can you tell us more, Jay? Yes. So the market they organize isn't actually aimed at promoting uh, veganism, mm -hmm. but she mentioned that people who generally pursue a vegan lifestyle seem to participate more uh, than others. Mm -hmm. Moreover, uh, among the members, there's someone who runs a cosmetic company, and she said that they are also produce vegan cosmetics. Uh, as a result, more than 90% of the processed products at the market are claimed to be vegan. Mm -hmm. So even though the market is not, exp uh, it's not promoting veganism, you could say it has naturally become a vegan-friendly market as well. Okay, so it seems we naturally hear a lot about vegan when talking about pursuing a healthier life. Then, is there something that the representative Munisan pursues through their cooperation or something she would like to fulfill? Yes, uh, let's listen first to what she mentioned. Mm-hmm. 
그리고 올해 또 중점을 두고 있는 사업 중에 하나는 팜투 테이블이에요. 셰프님들이 로컬 재료를 가지고 만든 음식을 소비자들한테 먹여보고 또그 먹는 방법을 자연스럽게 알려주는 그런 팜투 테이블을 하는 게 저희의 이제 올해 목표예요. 마지막으로 이 지금 체험 공간에서는 진로 체험 프로그램이 진행되거든요. 이제 제가 가지고 있는 이 경험이 있잖아요. 식문화 플래너라고 이름을 지었는데 어, 농사, 농부들과 소비자를 연결하는 그런 어, 플래너가 되어서 중학생, 초등학생 이런 아이들에게 이 직업에 대한 진로 체험을 저희가 제공할 예정입니다. So she's doing a lot of meaningful things. That's awesome. Yes, and they've already prepared a space in Doryeondong village to open their Olbaren Dongbujang market. Mm-hmm. It's a plot of land that's about 2000 pyeong uh, in size. Now they can open the market there whenever they want. Uh, also in the past they ran a program called Farmer School mm-hmm. where they gather consumers and engaged in activities from planting to harvesting. However, since they didn't have a place of their own, they had to stop the program after a year. Now they plan to reopen the farmer school in their new space with the farmers acting as teachers themselves. Um, they're also planning a farm-to-table experience where they will cook and eat farm produce uh, directly at the farm. Uh, as mentioned before, they have a chef among their members who will be actively involved, uh, be involved in this project alongside the farmers. Mm-hmm. And finally, she named the work of connecting farmers and consumers as food culture planner. And they are planning a, uh, planning a, uh, and they are planning a career experience program for teenagers who want to engage in similar activities. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they have a variety of activities in their work. They all sa- sound wonderful, and I wish them the best. Yes, and there's one more thing. Um, they're also planning to carry out online funding mm-hmm. uh, where they will sell agricultural products, and with the money that they make from them, they are going to donate to support vulnerable children on Jeju Island. Oh, okay. Uh, these children often have to rely on instant meals, so through this donation, they aim to produce, uh, provide farming experience to these kids and have them try the dishes prepared by their chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also collaborating with the CEO of a company called Modue Ongi, mm-hmm. the Warmth for All, for this project as well. Oh, wow. There's so many wonderful things that are happening. It's great to find out about these. That's truly an inspiring project. Now I'm curious to know what places does she recommend on Jeju Island for our camellias to go to? Yes, so definitely. She recommended the Dalchimbat in Doryeondong oh, village. Yes, the one she mentioned. Yes, where the Olbaren Dongbujang market takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, here you can experience Jeju Island's seasonal dishes. She suggested that listeners visit to see how the farmers are working mm-hmm. and explore various agricultural products that they have. Okay, and I w- while we were talking, mm. we saw the photos that were on YouTube, mm-hmm. and especially the one that had all those different types of vegetables yes. laid out. They look so good. I mean, so fresh and mm. some uh, very fresh that you want to go and purchase them. Mm. Uh, I would love to go and have the opportunity to go to the Dalchimbat in Doryeondong. I've been to Pikas, which is the big cafe that is not too far from where I live, um, but Dalchimbat. I've never heard of this place. So yes. it sounds like an interesting thing to do to go and check out mm. and find out all about the eco-friendly 
uh, produce that is being cultivated here on the island. And at the same time, I think this is really meaningful because the, these farmers who are participating, a lot of them are actually new to farming. Mm-hmm. And um, they've like turned to farmers after spending many years doing something else. And so it's really nice to hear that there's so many training that is available for people like them. And perhaps like you and me, because we might end up becoming farmers in the future, right? Have you ever thought of becoming a farmer yourself? Well, I mean, I have a father who does tangerine farming. Okay, so, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit <laughs> later in the future. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, everybody is related to somebody mm. here on Judge Island that is a farmer, right? Yes. In some way. But I think John Hayes also gave a good comment for mm-hmm. the, um, I know our human of Jeju probably is listening today. Uh-huh. So maybe we can read one of his comment about, I wonder if they ex- uh, encourage food trucks to come uh-huh. to the markets. Yeah. It would be a good way to increase awareness with some vendors that have the ability to change their menus based on produce available. Okay. Exactly. I thought that was a great idea as well. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that and for today's interview for bringing it to us. And we'll see you again next week. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com. Or you can check out our Facebook page at The Wonders of Jeju as well as our Instagram account with the handle at W-O-J underbar Arirang. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island.